Welcome to Mom and Dad Are Fighting, Slate's parenting podcast for Thursday, May 11th, the Too Old for Read Alouds edition. I'm Zach Rosen. I make another podcast. It's called The Best Advice Show. And I'm the dad to Noah, who is five and a half, and Ami, who is two and a half. We live in Detroit. I'm Jamila Lemieux. I'm a writer, contributor to Slate's Care and Feeding Parenting column, and mom to Naima, who is 10, and we live in Los Angeles. I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. I write the homeschool and family travel blog, Dutch Dutch Goose. I'm the mom of three littles, Henry, who's 11, Oliver, who's nine, and Teddy, who's six. We live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Today on the show, we have a letter writer who fears her read-aloud tradition is over now that her son is a voracious, independent reader. Is there some way for them to continue this tradition? We're also going to touch base on our week in parenting, and if you're sticking around for Slate Plus, we're going to be talking about our favorite teachers growing up. I remember just leaving those classes feeling so excited to like find the thing that I was excited about. Um, mm. And yeah, just like loving something to the point of devoting your life to it was so embodied in Dr. Glenn Gass's work. It just stuck with me. Not only will you get to hear that fun segment, but as a Slate Plus member, you'll get a whole bonus segment every week. Plus, you get to listen to all your favorite Slate podcasts ad-free. It's truly the best way to listen and the best way to support the show. You can sign up for Slate Plus now at slate.com slash plus. All right, we're going to jump into triumphs and fails as soon as we get back. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Jamila, what's going on with you? All right. So this is a preemptive triumph. I'm claiming it now. Um, I'll be able to confirm after next weekend. But Mother's Day is always kind of a challenging thing for me. You know, there have been years where my mother was in town and we've been able to go eat with her. But usually, you know, like single mom on Mother's Day, it's kind of like the responsibility of this day falls on me. And so even though it's supposed to be my day, I have to come up with some sort of activity and pay for it. You know, what can we do that'll make this a nice day besides just going out to eat? And then I hate going out to eat and seeing all the bigger families. You know, it's kind of a bummer. And so this year, I found out about a pop-up Barbie museum. Oh my gosh. As soon as I saw they had appointments available for Mother's Day, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Um, Naeem and I have matching outfits. We haven't had matching outfits in a while. We have some matching shoes. We haven't, you know, matching outfits was our thing when she was younger. My mom sent her this cute little short set 
And I just happened to be in TJ Maxx and I saw one that was very similar in my size, was the only one and it was my size. I was like, okay, this is a sign I have to get this. And so we're going to go to World of Barbie on Mother's Day and I'm really excited about it. Oh my gosh. Will you send photos? If you don't post them on Instagram, will you at least send me some? Yes. We'll have (laughs) to get I need this in my life. (laughs) I feel like too, we should give a backstory for anyone that like hasn't been listening forever like barbies are a big part of like how you and naima have played yes and she's still into them not as much as she was like she told me i think she's like i don't know if i want to play with them with my friends anymore but i still want to play with them with you oh my gosh that's really sweet is it safe to say that like you are just as excited about this as as naima i am i'm very excited (laughs) i was a barbie girl growing up i had lots of barbies yeah, so this Great. should be fun for us. For, this is a question for both of you. For your ideal Mother's Days, would you rather have your kids plan something that they think you would like or do what you did, Jamila, where you took the reins and made something happen for yourself? Um, it would be nice if Naima was capable of like planning something out, you know. Um, yeah. And I'm sure if I really wanted that, I could talk, you know, she could talk to her dad and figure out something, but um, I kind of like picking out our activities, finding something we'll both like. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds great. Uh, I largely want to be left alone. Is that an option? <laughs> it is. We've talked about. I think we talked about this last year. No, you have I, to ask for it. I know. No, so Jeff, we are going to be on an airplane for Mother's oh, yeah, Day, right. which is the worst possible way. Uh, no, no I mean, going on a trip is great. Uh, but Jeff did uh, book a nice day at the spa for me that I've already gone to oh, um, cool. nice. and came home early from work and gave me kind of a whole uh, half day off to go do whatever I wanted, plus this um, massage and facial, which was like so lovely it was just lovely it was like i he was like stay and sit in the silent room as long as you want and that is exactly what i did uh and it was great that sounds great um not that i don't love my children of course you don't have to you don't have to clarify (laughs) that that's that's evident um every week well that's a triumph in itself yeah what what else have you got going on part of the other mother's day thing i wanted to do was um to get family photos done here in colorado before we go and so often I'm the one taking um, the photos of the kids and photos on trips and I do just like to have little memories of the places we've we've been and one of my dear friends in the neighborhood here is a um, amazing photographer and so she was able to kind of squeeze me into her otherwise very busy schedule to get family photos uh, at the Air Force Academy. Jeff really wanted a place where we could get some airplanes in the back but also like mountains and kind of Colorado things and there's this field at the at the airfield there where we were able to do that which was great. With the family photos like everyone has an opinion on who they want to stand by and it's like very important you know if someone was asked to sit in my lap then someone else was upset about that and Henry was like, didn't want to hold hands with dad. Like we just had all these little issues, but we were getting some nice photos and the kids started playing around and they were so cute. Like um, Henry was boosting Teddy up on his shoulders and like up on a piggyback and they were running around super cute. And then Teddy kind of, he like slips going backwards and puts his hand down into a cactus and so starts screaming like you've never Teddy is like so tough we never hear him screaming Henry tries to like help the situation they both end up kind of falling into this cactus oh my god we we run up and this is the kind of cactus not like 
a saguaro cactus, but like the kind that leave these like hairs in oh. in your skin. You have to like take tape and try to pull them out. It was it <laughs> was a total nightmare. It was an absolute total nightmare. Jeez. We like we're not done with photos, so we kind of put him naked in the car because we had gotten him all like like whatever. The car has a TV in it. We like turn on the car, turn on a movie. We're just like sit here till we can get you home. <laughs> Went back. Jeff and I took a couple, which seems terrible, but like we were there. We were dressed yeah, up. Yeah, it was yeah, like sure. we better take advantage of this. Unbelievably, she just sent me proofs this morning, and like the pictures look great. Like because we were we were this was about halfway through the time we were planning to spend there, so she only had about half the time to take the photos. We got great photos. I thought Teddy would be traumatized but after he got back home we like put him in the bath you know finished taking this stuff out he's like laughing about it now thank goodness uh so so it just requires that tape like what kind of tape well i used duct i had duct tape in the car but it's like the best way to get it off is like to push the duct tape on to where he's hurting and then like rip it off and it just catches all of the the needles because otherwise i mean we had tweezers and we were trying to like pull them out one at a time but you can't even see them all they're like small little hairs oh almost and they're just all over that i mean i in getting them off of him i took a couple into the leg and they were very painful so i can't even imagine um how much pain he must have been in and there's something too about going from that like Hello. when your kids are like having a lot of fun and they're like you know they're screaming and they're having fun and then they instantly get hurt for some reason i feel like that is more they scream more than you know it's like from the high high yeah to the lowest low, oh, but it felt very like, oh yes, of course, one of my children um, falls into a cactus. Yeah, and the the photographer Melanie, who is just the sweetest, set when she sent me the pictures to look at. You know, she made the password to her little portal cactus. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay, good. We can all yeah. we can all like laugh about this now. Yeah, I have uh, a twofer. I have like peak pride, peak dad pride, and then um, I guess shame right after it this this story starts i suppose last fall when i took off one of noah's training wheels because i read that if you just use one training wheel on your bicycle um that's a good pathway to you know learning how to ride on two wheels so we were doing that last fall and then we maybe had a couple trials then of no training wheel at all didn't quite work she wasn't quite ready that's fine um and then starting in the last couple of weeks, she was she got determined again to try to to ride on two wheels, and we've just been going to the park near our house. And I've been doing like I feel like it's one of the most uncomfortable parent um, moves. It's like the running, like you're crouched over holding the back of the seat and running at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, terribly oh yeah. uncomfortable, but you have to you have to do it. Um, and so little by little, uh, Noah has been figuring it out. And then finally, this past week, she got it. She started Yay! she started riding on two wheels, and it was very fun. She was very, very excited. Obviously, this is a very big deal. I was trying to take videos while doing this. There was like the one where she really got it. Um, you can hear her. I think I'm gonna let you let go now, Dad. This is the moment. This is this is the moment. This is the moment. You're riding a bicycle. Yes. Keep going. Yes. This is the moment. It's definitely the moment. Great job. Off to do it again. She's riding riding down the street without me holding on, so it was very sweet. Oh. It just so happened that a kid from her school, his dad was at the park with this kid's older sibling, so it's like an 
eight-year-old and, and the dad, um, and they saw this whole thing. Um, they saw Noah like take her first really long ride, um, and then the dad says to me, he's like, oh my god, that's so great, like, my kid hasn't learned yet. And this kid, Noah knows, is a year older than her. <laughs> and then I, I relay that to Noah, because she didn't hear him say that. And I'm so not <laughs> proud of it. But, like, I told her this, and she and I both just, like, laughed with, like, oh, like, ha, 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 ha. Just, like, this evil, like, we beat him. You know, we we learned how to ride before this older boy. And it was, like, I, I couldn't even, like, stop myself from trying to be, like, classy about it. Like, you know, you know, everyone learns at their own pace. But we were both just, like, chuckling, like, like uh, little school kids. And uh. I, I'm not proud of it, but it felt like a very kind of, like, primal... Um, <laughs> thing where we were both like victory yeah um so i'm ashamed but it was funny so don't tell the kid that we were laughing that he doesn't know how to ride a bike yet well did you did you tell noah to not laugh at the kid well i couldn't tell her that because i was laughing too you know, but you, then you weren't like, "Hey, when you go to school, make today, sure you don't." Maybe. Oh, yes, yes. I think I think after <laughs> after we kind of collected ourselves, it was like, I I did say the thing, like you know, everyone learns on their own time, but it, it was too late. I think that it was, you know, I can tell her whatever I want. She sees me laughing along with her. That's the lesson. So I'm gonna have to do some work on on that end. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. We are going to take another quick break. See you back here for our listener question. All right, let's get into our first listener question. Dear mom and dad, read alouds were one of my favorite parts of parenting. My son and I have read countless picture chapter and middle grade books together. Recently, my nine and a half year old has decided he doesn't want to read with me anymore. And I'm feeling super sad about it. Even though I'm beyond proud and elated, he's become such a voracious independent reader. Any advice? Will the pendulum swing back again? Or is this it? Signed, Page Turning Parent. What say you, Elizabeth Newcamp? I completely like feel this letter. I love read aloud time. Um, I love it so much that I have like centered our whole homeschool around being able to read together. But I will say it does wax and wane with different kids and what they're doing. And I think the big thing I can say is... Uh, continue to keep some reading together time, even if it's not out loud. So uh, if he wants to read independently and you can sit and read at the same time, I think that that will keep that same feeling. Henry went through a period where he was like too cool for read alouds. But if I read aloud like to the other two while he (laughs) was like playing Legos or something, he would often kind of find his way over. And as he had books assigned for school, particularly ones that he was not like as into, I would often Mm, offer mm -hmm. to read aloud a couple Mm -hmm. chapters to him. Uh, So this is something like he has to get done and I'm making it a little easier and still getting to do the read aloud and really found that that brought us back into that read aloud. You know, like I'm reading his books and then he'd say like, oh, I really like this. And I'd be like, okay, well, great. Well, I would love to read it. Why don't you choose a book that I can read aloud, you know, to you? Sometimes I've mentioned before ways to kind of have that reading time is like poetry, tea time. I don't know. My kids still think that's fun. Get a little treat, get a pot of tea, read some poetry together. Uh, and we've that's also done adorable. like happy hour reading where we make kind of mocktails and everybody's reading or maybe I read aloud. Oh so God. I think just keep that. You can keep that special time while still honoring this idea that he's so excited about reading um, that 
that he wants to, you know, read some on his own, which is, like you said, very exciting. What do you guys think? I agree. I think keep the ritual of reading together, you know, keep it as long as you possibly can. I mean, maybe this was something that can carry even into his teenage years, if you're lucky, you know, that every night you all sit together and you read and maybe he'd be willing to read a few pages to you. Yeah. Um, You know, that's such a good idea. Like, it doesn't have to be the whole chapter, you know, maybe it's just the first three pages just to get you all started. So there's a little read aloud time. Um, But yeah, see how he feels about being the reader. Pairing that with a mocktail happy hour. Holy cow, that sounds so cute and cozy. Those are those are both great ideas. And I know there's nothing like reading aloud, like it's a singular experience. But if you can think about what might be similar, something that he might be into doing aloud like maybe he is um i don't know maybe he's into like comedy or storytelling like maybe you could cultivate some spaces in the house where it's like you know monday night like everyone has like five minutes to be you might appreciate this you know everyone has like five <laughs> minutes to like tell me like a funny story about your week something where they're still you know in exchange you don't want to like force them to to come back to read aloud time but like figure out what your kid is also interested in in addition to reading and see maybe it's video games maybe like okay you pivot to just like something in their world where they will allow you to you know kind of be in their in their intimate space with them you can also talk about the book yes you know like you can do some reading and then before you wrap up ask him to summarize what he's read thus far or on that mm-hmm. note, I was just thinking, read the same book. Like, have him pick the book, and you guys are both reading the same book. And mm-hmm. uh, that might stir some discussion, too. I did want to recommend, um, there's two wonderful resources. One is the Read Aloud Revival. Um, she has a podcast and a blog, and she's got lots of fun ideas. I think both um, Poetry Tea Time and the Happy Hour things are things I've picked up from her or her reading. Lots of great ideas on how to just make reading fun. And there's also um, Everyday Reading, and I think I've recommended her before because she does those great like book lists that you can post and color like summer reading and, and reading around Christmas and things like that. Uh, but both of them have other ideas, too, and they're always posting good books to read aloud. You know, another thing is that if you... I often try to read a book that is above, just above Henry's reading level, like that he Mm -hmm. might struggle to read um, and read that aloud, because that also is like he can be into this really good story, but is not something he would necessarily want to tackle on his own. Well, Page Turning Parent, thank you for writing in. Do you have something to say about parenting or reading aloud together? We want to hear it. Send your thoughts, advice, or questions to momanddad at slate.com. Or leave a voicemail at 646-357-9318. We may feature your message on a future episode. And that's our show. Please subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and tell your friends. That helps us grow our little community. This episode of Mom and Dad Are Fighting is produced by Rosemary Belson and Maura Curry. Alicia Montgomery is VP of Slate Audio. For Elizabeth Newcamp and Jamila Lemieux, I'm Zach Rosen. Thanks for listening. 